Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I know you're all going to be with me on this one. This is worth the wait. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. All right, you guys, the day is finally here. We want to welcome you guys to The Point with Kirsten Burt, presented by Dance Network and Popcorn Talk. And in the studio, let me just list a couple of her accolades, because this is just even within the last 24 hours. Oh, season 27 pro, choreographer on So You Think You Can Dance, also has been an all-star and a mentor on So You Think You Can Dance, a contestant on So You Think You Can Dance, Dancing with the Stars former troop member, did I miss anything? I don't know. That's a really long list. Jenna Johnson, welcome Hi. to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. It's been a very long time. I know. I know. And this has been kind of a fun little 24 hours, an emotional one, too. Yes. You were obviously in the studio last night. Have you recovered from that elimination? No. <laughs> I was I was seriously shocked. I mean, at, I think at that point with those six people, I think it was going to be hard to see anyone go. Mm-hmm. But especially to see JJ and Darius, I was, I was like, no, this can't be. They were so good. They I mean, so and they good. both had really great nights last night. And so I think that was really heartbreaking. But I mean, it's America's favorite dancer, not the best. So you got to vote. And based off of last week, too, and what happened, even though Darius had had a little bit rougher of a time last week, but JJ has been very consistent, I think, yeah. all season. I had seen... Nigel, you were there on Sunday, actually, too, at the um, Emmys reception. Yeah. And he just said to me, surprise elimination. And in my head, I came up with all these different scenarios and things like that. But I did not come up with three women, one male. I don't think it's ever been like that. It's always been two and two for as long as I can remember. And so I think everyone was very shocked at that. Um, But I'm really interested to see what they do this week with all the girl duets going on. I think that's going to be... Girl power. What if we have like top three finishers all female? That it would be kind of exciting. It could be. But I love Slavic too. I've, all season, I'm like, don't sleep on Slavic because uh, there is something about him. He's got a he's got a charisma that you just can't it's stop the watching. Eastern European. It must be. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had talked a little bit about. Let's just since it's fresh in our brain, let's talk a little bit about that cha cha. And um, for anyone that hasn't seen Jenna's interview that we did last night in the press line, this has kind of been a dream for you for a while, and. But you, ha- this is not like Jeff is like, come on and, and choreograph. You have to go through the same sort of channels that everybody else oh, does. Oh, yeah. You don't get like an easy pass just because you're affiliated with the show and uh, you know some people. Um, I had to submit some pieces and they gave me critiques, uh, both Jeff and Mandy. And they were like, you know, I think we should tweak this, tweak that. Um, so I went back, changed some things, and then last minute they were like, never mind, we want you to do a cha-cha. And so I was like, oh my god, The gosh. show loves <laughs> a good cha-cha. <laughs> but, so yeah, and honestly, it was like this crazy emotional full circle moment because I just, I was like flown back to 2013, yeah, when I auditioned for the show. Mm-hmm. And I auditioned, um, I somehow made it on the show. I made it to top eight. I went on tour. I became an all-star. I did the junior season. I did the season with Kiki. And then to like come back and choreograph, I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. It was just crazy. 
It was so crazy. It is. You know, there was, I had a lot to think about yesterday. Just like the the elimination, seeing you guys grow into a different position, which I thought was amazing. Um, There were so many highs and lows last night. My head was like swimming with thoughts. But it was one of those things, too, that I thought, you've accomplished a lot. And I forget how young you are. Do you know what I mean? It's just one of those things. I don't think about your age that much. And I'm like, you were on season 10, which was only, you know, five years ago. That's I know. insane to think about. It's it's really insane. You know, and it's been crazy. I, I've had like a a rough two weeks, um, just barely. And I was like in this like depressed, like, oh, why me? Why me mode? And my mom was like, you need to be more grateful. She just kept saying that to me. And we actually talked this morning because I woke up and I just like felt this immense amount of gratitude. I was like, what is my life real quick? You know, it's it's so crazy. I'm so honored that I've had these opportunities and I've had a platform like So You Think You Can Dance and Dancing with the Stars to make my dreams come true and make mm-hmm. my passion for dance a career. Um, so, yeah, I was like super humbled this morning and like, what is life? I'm 24 and I've like been able to check off a lot of my dreams, my dream list. So And a lot earlier than a lot of people. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it, you know, and I mean that's something that you really should be proud of. Thank and you. yeah, and it's okay to brag about it. And not uh, in a way. No, yeah. but I I think so. I think just saying, you know what, I did accomplish this and feel confident in that in that because I think that's a really big of deal. Of course, yeah. But it's it's always good to like check yourself and then just be like, wow, I am so blessed and grateful and just happy right we never rest on our laurels we keep moving yeah, forward yeah. Got, i got more things to yeah. accomplish but i think uh you must have felt really good about what happened on that stage with jensen and kiki i watched that and i was like it, it made sense to me because i had seen you right before the show started and you're like i'm really nervous and then all of a sudden bam first show uh, <laughs> first number out of the gate <laughs> i was so stressed just because you know again this was my first like debut piece i guess and um I was so happy that I had Kiki. I mean, are you kidding me? I love Kiki. Um, And then I knew I had Jensen. And I think just ballroom is so underrated on the show, you Mm -hmm. know, as always. And it's always frustrated me. And so I wanted to be like, let's like make ballroom cool again. Like, Like Mandy was saying with the jazz, you know, why is it so just like pushed under the rug? And so I just felt a lot of pressure of like, I want to do something powerful and awesome and that people are going to get on their feet and be excited about. And that was by far the best time that they had done it. I oh, was good. I was laughing with Jensen earlier and love you, Jens, but sorry for showing this. But she ate it twice earlier and the camera blocking runs like fell flat on her face and I was like <gasps> No Oh my gosh. And they were going first and so I was just like, Oh gosh, please please pull it together and they did <laughs> and they do that's the funny thing chris oh. scott was like my piece was a disaster all of and dress it's funny, rehearsal. i think all of them do i think they really pull it together during showtime um and i, I don't know if it's because they're young they're all really really they're a young cast and so but seriously they pull it together when it goes live do you remember Ooh. that back when in season 10 like having a bad dress and then just like cranking it for the live show i remember having a bad dress but I always, I guess I'm just like the type of dancer where like I have to be consistently really good leading up to it or else it's just going to be a fail. Mm-hmm. But I'm also really hard on myself, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I was, season 10 was an interesting one, too, because it's one of my favorite seasons, personally. I just, you guys are all killing it right now. It was a great season. It's a great season. But I remember, too, um, you know, the judges kept saving you back when they were using judges' oh, saves yeah, five a lot. five times. Five times. I think I hold the record. 
That's a good record, though. Yeah, I know. I they know. wanted you around, and we would that season. We had a lot of choreographers from the show coming through our studio, and they were like, "Let me tell you about that Jenna Johnson." And they were literally like, "The girl like works nonstop," yeah. and we kept saying it because I was like. Oftentimes, you don't get to hear the choreographer feedback. Some seasons, the judges will talk about the choreographer said, you're, you know, a little this or a little that. Um, they were just like, we love working with her because we know that she's going to give us 110%. It sucks because I wish I could go back in time. I wish I would have waited a year, to be honest, really? to do the show. I think I was super young, and I think I just would have been a much better me. I think I was, like, reaching to be somebody else. And I knew I was good at dancing, but I think I was, like, trying to, like, mask it with somebody else that I thought I should be on the show. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why I kept getting saved because of my dance ability. And I think maybe that's why I didn't connect right off the bat with America. But, um, yeah, I was super grateful. I mean, I just – I think I work really hard. I think that's always been, like, one of my strong suits is I love to work hard. And for some reason, if somebody says something negative or something – wrong happens like i come back banging with like oh i'm gonna prove them wrong I'm i'll gonna do show this. you yes basically <laughs> so i think it just worked really really hard that season um but yeah i i wish i think i was really young but and i think i mean you know what everything's hap- happens for a reason i think without that season i wouldn't be where i am today of course for sure but yeah looking back at it i'm like ah oh, dang one more year and i think i would have been like a little more seasoned yes um darius just said that this morning you know he didn't make it for season 14 and he said the big difference was my authenticity in season 15 he's yeah. like i just decided to be me and not be what i thought the cameras wanted well, or yeah. decided and i remember actually watching darius because uh, the All-Stars were judging that season. And I remember watching him, and he was fabulous, of course. But I think there was a bit of a disconnect. And then I think to see him last night do that piece, I think there's been such a huge uh, just growth from him. The wall comes down. Yeah. And I don't think he would have been able to pull off that like raw emotion last night that he, I mean, that he did last night um, a year ago. So I'm such a Darius fan of you know what everyone is. I've been live, hearing it. Oh, I'm so devastated. <laughs> Those lines. Are you, but he's just like a good dude. And really know? funny. Yeah, so sweet. Really funny. Ugh. I know. But you know, the, this is this is the thing. We all know that you don't have to win the show to be successful. No, so. I mean, I made it to top eight. These people are in the top six, so. <laughs> you're like, you're doing just fine. They'll survive. They're yeah. going to be fine. And they're also savvy, too. I mean, the level with, like, social media and the way things play out these days, it's much different. Yeah. I mean, even from when I auditioned for the show, like, social media wasn't that big. As big as it is now. Right. But, um, again, thankfully, they all have this big tour coming up. And I think that's a great opportunity for them to network and uh, kind of find themselves as performers. But to then set up what they're going to do coming up after tour. This is a good thing. What advice would you offer all of these contestants going on tour? Because you're rock stars on tour. Yeah. Then you come to L.A. and you're you have a nice line on your resume. However, you're back in the the audition pool. You know, it's funny because I think on tour you like get sucked in this world of like, oh, yeah, we're chilling. We have our whole life figured out for two months. (laughs) Then you're like, I need to pull it together and figure out what I'm doing. So what I would tell them is, like, while you're on tour, while you have nothing to do during the day, but then just two-hour shows at night, figure out what you're going to do. Plan. Be proactive. You know, make phone calls. Reach out to choreographers. Start setting up what you're going to do. And then be active when you get back so you just start working. It is hard. It's it's a very hard process to be a working dancer out in L.A. because there's a lot of them. That's right. Um, but I, again, I think they need to use this platform to their advantage. 
I, I know I just watched somewhere on Instagram story. It's like Haley Payne and I think um, Coco today are yeah, in they're some in an audition. Audition. It's a mass call. Yes. I mean, there were hundreds of people there. Ugh. So it makes me think that some big world tour because it's always like a mass call for a that. Huge turnout. Yeah. 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 It's a big deal. One thing I would love to talk about, because I actually think it kind of helped you lead you to last night, um, was those two pieces you did last year. And the final decision, was it going to be Kiki? Was it going to be Concrete or slash Kevin? However, everyone knows them. But um, you created these two amazing pieces that I think a lot of people still debate to this day. Like, I think she should have chosen Concrete. I should have chosen, <laughs> she should have chosen Kiki. However, oh, people are psychotic. But if everyone looks at the grand scheme of things, everything worked out the way it should. Yeah. You're a choreographer on the show. Concrete killed it with B Dash. Oh, yes. It looked amazing. Yeah. Kiki wound up, you know, in top four. You know, uh, I was struggling. I think I cried every day that week of Academy um, leading up to that. And I actually sent home two dancers, JJ being one of them, Mm -hmm. um, to get Concrete on my team. And I think I realized, I mean, thank you. I I loved the two dances that I did. I don't know how I pulled that off. Um, But at the end of the day, Jeff told me, he pulled me aside because I was just like sobbing a mess. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Um, He pulled me aside and he's like, you need to decide who you think you will best benefit during the show. And I think that was really powerful for me because I was like, all right, who do I think that I can, as an all-star, help guide and progress and grow through this experience? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, my heart was set on Kiki. And you know what? I'm so glad I did because I think out of that whole season, he was the one that learned the most and experienced the most and had to try the hardest because he wasn't naturally gifted like the other people or hadn't already been in the business so to say so i'm so happy i chose i chose kiki i know everyone was like on me when they had when we had the first night and i was so sad because we had our opening premiere of like these are the couples and people were so mean and i was so sad for kiki i wasn't sad for me i was whatever i can handle it but i was so sad for kiki because this was his moment yep and people were so rude about it and then what happens? They all fall in love with him because he's the sweetest, most endearing, genuine person you'll ever meet. And he made it to the final four. So And he turns it on on stage. Like oh. he comes out there and moves his little hips and like We don't call him Daddy Kiki for no reason. <laughs> it's so true. And how many like fan accounts? There were like Kiki GIFs and Kiki. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Daddy Kiki. There were so many fan accounts sweetest. last year. I can't with Kiki. He's older than me, but I'm like his proud mother. I um, love that. I'm just obsessed with him. He's the best. For you, in terms of choreography, I know you've been you've worked a lot with Mandy, especially yeah. when you were in troop. I know you were assisting her quite a bit. How has she influenced you and your work today? I was actually thinking about that yesterday. Um, I was I was sad that she wasn't there at the show because she has been such a huge mentor to me. Um, and but I'm so so grateful for the influence that she's had on me. I definitely I would not be where I am or. Even a choreographer, I don't think, without her advice and her guidance, she's flawless. I mean, she can do no wrong in my book. And I'm grateful. She's really tough on me. And I'm so grateful for that because I think she knows what I need. I need to succeed. And, um, I mean, look at her. She's how many times nominated for an Emmy? Uh, she's six times. Six times, <laughs> to be exact. With the win. But, she, you know, what? she's just... She's good people, and I've known her since I was eight. And wow. um, I just have like the 
utmost absolute respect for Mandy Moore. I think like and you were at the Emmy reception, you know, everyone was pulling their mentors. And I literally I was like, who would, if I were in this position, who would I want to have there? And it was it would be Mandy Moore for sure. So she just means a lot to me. And I'm I'm really grateful for her influence in my dance career. For sure. It's incredible. Um, and for people just to get a little insight, I, I wrote an article up. It's up on Dance Network about Sunday. But uh, just to understand, all of the Emmy nominees for this year, five, there's five of them, they get their certificates. And the ceremony is September 9th. But um, so you will find out who wins then. But they uh, invited their mentors to present the certificate I to them. It was them. so awesome. It was so amazing. That. And I think mentorship is always an underrated thing in the dance industry, but it's such a vital thing. Yeah. And you've I had mean, that lucky position on So You Think. Yeah, I think, you know, dancing is one thing um, to choreograph, just like a, a competition dance routine is one thing. But to, to choreograph for camera is a completely different ball game, And that's something that Mandy's really taught me is she's brilliant at transitions. I know people kind of are like, oh, are they kicking their head? How many turns are they doing? But if you watch Mandy's routines, the thing that is so special about them are her transitions. She's just brilliant at that. It's so fluid. It makes sense. You know where to look always. Mm-hmm. And so she's really helped me. And I I know a lot of dancers. I know Val especially too. Just understanding how TV works. It's a very different arena for a dance. And so, yeah, she's, I mean, yeah, she's great. Yeah, and Robert referenced her last night too. He Ugh, just said, you know, Robert. obviously he's worked he's worked very hard with her all summer yeah. too. And uh, Travis Wall was another influence for him. So it's it's nice to see that the community is really coming together, especially where there's so much growth in the dance industry. Yeah. You've got to be pulling those people behind you yeah. and and influencing. And them. one thing about last night that was really special is I'm so happy I had Robert to go through this experience with me too. It was. It was, like, so tender because we could just, like, hold hands the whole time. But – and comfort as well. Um, it was a big night for her. So – but, I, yeah, I'm so grateful I got to have, like, my little bestie by me. Did did that calm you a little bit? It, I think it would, it right? It did, but we were, like, both going to, like, poop our pants. We were so scared. So I was like, are you okay? And he was like, are you okay? I was like, I oh, gosh. Know. We need Gabby. Where's Gabby? <laughs> Gabby's in Chicago. I know. Killing it out there, by the way. She's the best. Yeah, and, you know, that's what I love about all of these journeys. Like, there is no set path. and. Yeah. You know, I love that Gabby was like, I love the commercial world, but I feel like I need something more as an artist. Yeah. And I think you can see that just as her as a dancer in general. She's like so in tune with her body Mm -hmm. that I think it would be a waste for her to just do commercial work. I think she needs to go explore these contemporary ballet companies or these modern companies like she's killing it. And she looks good, too. I've been watching some of her videos. I'm like, ridiculous. Uh, she's just so on balance all the time. It makes me sick. I know. She's always she's so level-headed. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, not the, I'm a little bit more emotional. No. <laughs> she's my calm. <laughs> That's a good calm. <laughs> That's a really good calm. I appreciate that. Um, and speaking of mentorship, obviously, you had the opportunity in season 13 with – Formerly little Jake Marmoreal, who is now, I think, as tall as I am. Yes, and he has a lower voice than uh, I do as well. (laughs) And uh, he had the opportunity. It must have been, you must have been a really proud dance mom having him on juniors. Obviously, we can't talk about, uh, I'm I'm NDA'd like everybody else in town, but we can't talk about outcomes or anything. But you had the opportunity also to mentor your niece. Yeah. Emotional moment for me as well. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. I mean, I love working with kids, obviously, and I think just kids in general. I have seven nieces and nephews, and to see her, she's the oldest of the nieces and nephews, and to see her out here, like, 
on the Dancing with the Stars stage, I was just like, <laughs> at 12 years old. And Are you experience. kidding? Yeah. It must have been like the greatest summer camp of all time for them. Oh, all of them were just best friends and loved their lives. It was so sweet. And you know, when people would get eliminated, they were more sad about leaving their friends than about like actually getting eliminated from Dancing with the Stars Juniors. But it was so cute. I mean, I can't, I can't wait for people to watch the show because I think they're going to fall in love with these little babies. Yes. I've been saying to everyone um, – just sitting in the audience, they, they've allowed press to, to cover over the summer, and it was such a special, fun experience, and I think that this show is going to be a huge hit, yeah. because I think it's just going to bring a lot of joy. There were some days, like, certain things happened, and I'm like, I was not preparing to cry at the show today, no. and then I would cry my eyes out, and then I'd be so happy at what I just saw. It's it's just, it was a nice change of energy, and I mean, the... The innocence that these kids would bring was so awesome. You know, they don't have very many insecurities at that age. And so it was just literally the joy of dance and having fun. It's so great. And you could see that. And you, I think everyone could feel that. And the one element I thought that really works that I, with So You Think, I'm not sure that's why some people didn't love that season. But I was like, they just added the element of the two kids dancing together yeah. all the time. You guys choreographing, mentoring. And I felt like... That dynamic of the three really worked. It, it didn't. I, I agree. Um, I think having the the pro, the junior pro, really helped make everything official and just like, yes, this is what it should be. Because, yes. I mean, obviously, dancing with the boy when he's like at my belly button, it is going to be a little weird. <laughs> right. Um, but I really enjoyed the So You Think You Can Dance juniors. I thought they were great as well. Uh, but I think this is going to be a hit, this juniors. Yeah, I think so too. And I will, I, I keep saying this, but I'm like, so you think season 13, we're going to look back on this and these are going to be all the next generation of oh, kids like running. They're the- going to be the ones taking yeah. our jobs. Cause I was like, they are. they're <laughs> so good. Who's going to sit in my seat? I, I know. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> the retired dancer that comes and sits here. There's, there's one. I know you, <laughs> which is really kind of incredible. Um, and then news that really nobody expected. Um, the dancing with the stars pro list was revealed today. I didn't know that was happening either. Yeah. You, you guys did not know at all. <laughs> no, I think we knew. We Well, we knew we were confirmed, right. but um, we didn't know when it was being announced. So that was a great surprise this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone woke up like, what? <laughs> yeah. I called Val. I was like, did you know? And he's like, no, they just asked me to do this video. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, whatever. We're it is. confirmed. <laughs> we're all confirmed. Um, and of course, I think a lot of people were happy for Brandon. Ugh. Don't even get me started. I want to throw the mic. I love Brandon so much. Um, grown up with him since I was eight. And just to see him, I know the journey that it is to kind of transition um, from troop to pro. And I know how it is to be on troop for a lot of seasons. And I think he is that person that's put a, lo- a lot of work in and deserves this. Um, I think people are really going to love what he did on Dancing with the Stars Juniors. So no one more deserving. I'm so happy for him. Yeah, talk about that transition and what that first season is like when you transition from troop to pro. And I don't think anyone gives you guys credit because it's a big step. Yeah, and no one really knows who you are. You know, you've kind of just been a troop member. They never, like, give you your name. It's always the troop. It's not like Jenna, Haley, you know, it's always been the troop. And so you go into your first season. no, No one really knows who you are. You're having to compete against all of these, like, favorite pros. Um, and it's a lot of pressure just on yourself. You know, you're like, I need to prove myself. I really want to keep this job. Um, but it's, it's a big moment for him and I want him to just enjoy it and have fun. He's a really great teacher and I think a great choreographer. So 
When you look back at your first season as pro, yeah. Jake T. Austin was your celebrity. What advice would you go back and give yourself now? Oh, man. Well, <laughs> my hair color was like blonde, so I would definitely change that. I think there's a lot. I think, again, it was... I was in a moment where I was back to like my So You Think You Can Dance experience. I think I was just trying to be somebody that I wasn't. And I wish I could just be like, oh, slap myself and be like, just be the dancer that you are. Be yeah. the person that you are. And I think I've really within the past like two and a half years like come to find myself. And I'm like really in tune with what I am, who I am, how I want to present myself. And so, yeah, it's it's a big transition. But I think you have to kind of experience that, you know, to kind of like find your own on the show. Yeah, and you know, and I think it's interesting too, and the, the fan thing. Sometimes when people like are a pro and then uh, they wind up in troop the next season or they take a season off, people are like, it's a demotion. It's, and I'm like, dude, you're a pro, you're a professional no, paid I, dancer. Every single person on the show is a professional exactly. dancer, by the way. Um, and I think it's, I think people don't consider casting. You know, I think that's a huge factor. Why would you want to put an 18-year-old with a 79-year-old celebrity? So it's a big casting thing. I know the show has a lot of pressure um, on their end as well, trying to cast it perfectly. Like, that's their responsibility to create the most epic season ever, is to really cast personalities, heights, ages. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of factors that people just don't really Yeah, they're just like, it's this. And I was like, you know, take a look. Like, Lindsay was a pro and then she was in troop and she said I'm so glad I went to troop because I learned so much yeah. and then brought that to, yeah. to my next time as pro and things like that you took a season off after yeah. pro right I think this was a really interesting time and I kind of like loved your journey with all of this yeah. because you're like I need to do me for a while I've you know I've always had this dream of being an actress and I love acting um and it was kind of it was like a moment where I was like I think I need to like do something for me for a second um and so I did take a season off and it was hard. It was scary because that had been my like source of income and my career and my job and all of my dreams were that. And I was like taking a step away for a second. But I'm really grateful I did because, um, again, I think I got to do some acting and I think that has really helped with like my performance and just being in tune with those emotions and finding different characters and roles. I loved that. Um, and then, yeah, I think I came back to the show and I was eager. I think for so long I was just like in like drive mode and I hadn't like I lost my spark and my intensity and my like drive and I came back and I was like oh yeah I want to do this and um, I ended I actually after I took a break was when we did the um, the Kiki season yep I think yes yes so I did the season with Kiki we ended up making it really far further than we expected and. Um, because of that, we were two weeks overlapped with Dancing with the Stars. And so they asked me, like, how can we make this work? And so I was like, you know what? I'll, I really want to be back on the show. I missed it so much. Let me come back. I did. I was on Troop. I got to do so many awesome artist performances. And I really felt like that was my season where I was, like, shining. And they were, like, kind of setting me up um, to have a great next season. And uh, the show blessed me with Adam Rippon the next season. And to come back and win it was crazy. It really is kind of crazy uh, when you think about it. But it's like all of these steps that you take, because I'm sure a few people were like, you're crazy for taking a season off. Yeah. And I think, again, it's just, you know, having your own journey. 
everyone's journey is very different. And I was, I mean, I'm the first one to be like, I was in the comparison game of, I grew up with Lindsay and Whitney. You know, Whitney's had a stellar X amount of seasons being on a pro, being a pro. Lindsay's had a stellar amount of seasons being troop and pro. I had to have my own journey. And I think that's, you know, you should never be ashamed of having your own journey. That's just a part of what you need to go through. And I would, I, I feel like I'm better from what I had to go through. The, the ups and downs yeah. and everything. Um, when you find out that you get Adam, <laughs> I think it's kind of like a gift because you're like, this is going to be fun and crazy and oh amazing. Well, I was just obsessed with him, like watching the Olympics, um, you know, and uh, I've found myself having like a lot of gay best friends. And so I was like, perfect. Bring them on. Yep. <laughs> um, yes. And so... Um, I was very nervous, though, because obviously there's a lot of expectations. Um, and when I met him, I we instantly just connected on a different level. Um, and I think people could see that and feel that. Uh, and he's just like my knight in shining armor. He's just a gem. He's down to do whatever. He wanted to do everything perfectly. He wanted to wear the glitz and glamour. Like He wanted to do all the styles, but he wanted to do them perfectly. And everyone's like, you had such a, um, uh, an advantage. Uh, he's a skater. They don't ever move their feet. Hello, don't point people, their they, toes. They don't move their ankles down. So he has the worst biscuit. Love you, Adam. He has the worst biscuit feet ever. Um, <laughs> and he just, you know, transferring weight and shifting your weight is not what they do. They glide. They just scissor their legs. Yeah, they, like and they've this. got edges. That's yeah, it. and they do edges. And so that was very difficult. Um, and then to put him in a cha-cha heel, I mean, come on. But it was, you know what? Again, he was so determined and excited to do the show and that's like what you want from a celebrity partner is that you want someone that's just going to be down down to do whatever and, and down to fight just you, experience yeah. it and he had no reservations he was like sure I'll make a fool of myself let's do it you know and I just I had literally a dream season with him um, I cried every night of like gratitude because I was just like He's my favorite person. Ever. I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were the challenges? I, the four week season was so fast. Yeah. And you know you're trying to make a little bit of a journey because you want them to you improve can't. as quickly as possible. <laughs> that was the hard thing, I think, especially coming from a ten week um, season. Usually we went to four. Um, and thankfully, I think with Adam, you didn't really need to know his whole journey, although I think it would have helped people fall in love with him even more if they would have seen us traveling on his tour. I don't think people realize, but we were in like four different cities um, a week out of the seven days, and he never did Saturday, Saturday through Monday with me. I got him on Monday mornings. Like He never did camera blocking for a freestyle even. He never did that, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so scary, but and he maybe got like four hours of sleep every night while doing his um, Stars on Ice skating shows. So it was it was psychotic. Like that was so hard. And of course, it had to be like ex- the exact four weeks that we were doing the show. But again, I think just he was like such an open book that we you didn't necessarily need that journey. Um, but I think if we had it. People would have just loved him even more. Well, they have juniors to fall in love with him. Yes. He made a great judge. I, I will. Oh, yeah. I, will I think there. the three of them had incredible chemistry, and I couldn't be more proud of the three of them. I think it was an awesome panel. Yeah, I think that they chose very well. Yeah, there's some great zingers that everyone puts out there, and like, I mean, when I mean zingers, I don't mean like. Kids, you know, being no. critical. I mean, they just had some really fun, encouraging every, one-liners. Every single one of them had something to offer, and I think it was very beneficial for the kids. 
I love that. I would love to talk about, and this is something that we get all the time on my end when it comes to dancing with the stars and choreography. And you probably know where I'm going with this, but yeah. you worked with Talia Favia yeah. uh, on the piece. And then people get mad when they think that their pro is not choreographing all by themselves. Yeah. And I was like, does anyone know that this is art and art is collaborative? Uh, and You know, yes, that's a point. Um, a second point I think that people don't really understand is for seven seasons, I was helping and choreographing with other pros and I never got credit. And I also know a lot of the pros on the show use outside choreographers, you know, or collab even and don't give the appropriate credit. And so I wanted to when I had the opportunity, I knew I wanted to do this uh, piece for a really long time. And Tally has been a sweet friend of mine and I just absolutely adore her. And so we kind of were like, let's let's collab. Let's do this. And so I did what I thought was going to be the most ethical and I gave her credit. And um, I got annihilated for it, actually. And it was really sad because, you know, I think that kind of like puts a damper on our show as well. I think we should just celebrate different choreography. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was really sad that people did that and don't get a uh, don't appreciate and congratulate, you know, choreography and the collaborative process. And that's the bird piece is one of my favorites by far that I've ever done. And I piece. could have never done it without Talia. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a crazy moment. It was, it was really hard. I mean, it's just, you know, I was doing what was right and I thought giving credit was fair and yeah, people take it very offensively. I think too, something that I just thinking about, like, and a lot of people don't realize we've got the piece up there. I think we can oh, uh, put it yes. up there. There it is. It's so beautiful. Um, is that a lot of people don't realize that this is an industry issue. It's not a Dancing with the Stars issue. No. It's not a pro issue. Um, the way union rules work and the choreographers aren't unionized, um, the credit right now can only be given on social media. It can't be done on yeah. the show and it can't be done in end credits so and things like that. So that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to give her credit on the platform that I had and I did. But yeah, this was one of my favorite moments and I know Adam and I will cherish that forever. Oh, look at, look at that. I mean, in that moment... Can you remember, like, what was going through your head after you finished uh, that? <laughs> chills. Butterflies. It just was awesome to see that come to life. And the show did amazing. I mean, the cage was, like, life-size, bigger than life-size. And, I mean, the costume department, our makeup, this was, ugh. I, like, I just so got chills. hard. Yeah. I know. I love this piece. What's, when you're working on a piece, um, are you giving Tal- Talia feedback? Are you guys working together? Was she doing it primarily as the lead choreographer? How did that uh, work? No, you know, I. So this was the song that he had done in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew that we were having the most memorable year moment coming up. And so I really wanted this song. And I knew that I wanted us to be birds because specifically doves um, because he had been a bird in his ice skating um, routine or program sorry correct ice skating terms yes we got it. we don't program. want the figure skaters no. after us whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, and so I had this whole idea of this cage and this concept and flying and his mom was involved and so I kind of took that to Talia and then um, our worlds collided so yeah that's was, great and it turned out better than I ever would have dreamed so one thing I'm really interested in, and maybe you can clarify this, when I was at Juniors, they would introduce Adam as the Dancing with the Stars athletes winner, and then they'd introduce Jordan as the reigning, reigning champion. champion. I know, I was very confused. I don't know. I don't know if you didn't know either. Okay, I, I just was wondering, because I was like... I was always confused, too. I was like, I thought I was the reigning champion, but... 
you know. You know what? Y'all have mirror balls, so yeah. that's all that matters. I think, I think they wanted to try to separate the athletes from the regular seasons just because right. they're shorter and um, more specials. Um, so, yeah, I always thought that was interesting, too, though. I was okay, like, I'm glad I'm not the only one that was confused on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, have they given you guys any indication on what they're doing for spring at all? I would love to know. I, I, I don't know either, too. I know. A lot of people have asked me, and I'm, I'm like, like, I, I haven't heard know, an indication. So I can plan a wedding. But I would love to know. I know. All <laughs> these things to plan. <laughs> yeah. What are your next goals? Because I feel like, I'm like, here you are, 24. Um, and besides a wedding that you're planning. Um, but, you know, professionally, where do you see yourself going in the next couple of years? Oof. Oh, man. I have a lot of dreams. I feel like I... I still um, am working towards what I want, um, and I think I want to just be better at my craft. I really feel like I want to be a student again. Um, <clears throat> and I think that's just, you know, the show. I really want to do better choreography. I want to do better concepts. I'm just, like, really on myself right now. I'm, like, in this creative, like, oh, I don't know if it's, like, from So You Think mm -hmm. and just having the opportunity and then seeing all the other amazing choreographers. But I'm really in this, like, oh, I want to do all of these things. Um but honestly, I think in a few years, I would love to do Broadway. Ooh. My heart is like pounding to like move to New York City and do Broadway. That's and kind of amazing. Yeah. And I think that's also kind of um, what started when I took a season off is the acting aspect mm -hmm. and then just incorporating it with still performing and dancing and moving and do you possibly sing? singing. You know, my mom is an amazing singer and she actually has some albums. Shout she out to does. Tammy Johnson. Um, no, she's... <laughs> So she, I always grew up singing, and I never took it seriously because I was always invested in dance. Um, so I can hold a tune. I'm not like Carrie Underwood or anything or Beyonce by any means, but mm -hmm. I can sing. And I would love to put more work into it. Um, but like I have this dream of just being on Broadway. Do you have a show that calls out to you? Because I always <laughs> had a show. That my I love anything Fosse. So Sweet Charity. Gonna, uh, Chicago is it's, so good. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, it's just like, oof. All of the songs in there are just incredible. Um, but you know what? I'm not too picky. I just <laughs> I would love the opportunity to combine my worlds of still be able to dance and move um, and perform, but add the elements of maybe singing and dance. Or sorry, singing, singing and into dancing acting. and acting. Acting, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, be the triple so we'll threat. Um, well, you have a lot of the so you think choreographers, you know, Spencer Liff and Warren Carlyle. Warren Carlyle. Hello, oh Sonia Taya has and Moulin yes. Rouge. Yes, I saw they just opened that. So Mia Michaels has done Broadway. And I mean, I think I just admire Melanie Moore so much too, and to kind of see her journey has been amazing. And it's possible. It's I think you have to like start at the bottom and work your way to the top. But I think if the right opportunity came i would i would snag it so nothing wrong with a chorus role i'll tell you i would do it i'd be person in the way in the I, background I just, just think, to be on broadway you, know, you need to like continue to grow and learn and that's one thing that i want to like accomplish in my life so oh i love that that's yeah. a really good goal thanks i had a lot of fan questions and i'm gonna let's grab i know i was like let's just grab a couple of them and one of them was a really this kind of resonated over and over again and i think you probably know which direction i'm going in but um this was from jasmine um, she really wanted to talk about your physical and mental health journey. She thought it had been incredibly inspiring. And the fact that you're open and honest, I think, means a lot to your fans. Yeah. What made you come forward with something like that? Because it's not easy. No. And again, I think that comes 
back to my transition of not being anyone else or anyone who I thought people wanted me to be. Um, And I just was like, I was going through a lot of ups and downs and I just finally figured out that I needed to like make myself healthy. Mm -hmm. And that was not just, you know, like my body or my health, but it was mentally, um, emotionally. And so it was super hard and, but I knew that like I needed it and I just went fully invested in and I was like, you know what, I'm going to be super open with this because it is a big struggle and I know that lots of people go through it. And so I think the first few steps were just like accepting that I was kind of in this downward spiral and I needed to move up and up and up and up. And so I just kind of made a, started making these like these shifts in my life, starting with like food and um, mm-hmm. working out, but also then starting with how I looked and respected myself. I never thought I was like pretty or good enough or talented enough. And I think the comparison game is terrible, especially with social media these days. And so my dad told me like in this like full let's let's get real with Jen phase. Um, he told me comparison is the thief of thief of joy. And I, it like kind of hit me. I was like, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's stealing my happiness because I'm so worried about being somebody else. And so honestly, like within weeks, my whole just Jenna changed. I started losing weight and that's not a big thing. Like everybody is so beautiful and perfect. It's just how you view, view yourself. And I think just accepting that we're all imperfect and we all make mistakes mm-hmm. but we have to continue to better ourselves and um and then i think it's just started showing outwardly you know my body obviously changed i think i was happier and i think people could see that mm-hmm. um and i think i just started like believing in myself and then it was crazy like all these opportunities were just happening for me and i was just like what is this? Because you were blocking. Like, it's you create a you mental do. block. When you put, like, these negative, like, fronts in front of you, like, they will just, like, repel against you. And so, seriously, I just, like, anyway, I had this awesome moment. It's like, and you then, shed a layer. Yeah. And then um, I was, like, in this battle with, you know, I was so just overwhelmed with my experience. And I was, like, other people need to hear this. Um, because I know I'm not the only one in this position and I didn't really have somebody that I looked to, to find that like real rawness. And I, I wish I would have had somebody that I could have reached out to or just been like, Oh, they also went through that. Right. You know? And so I was like, you know, what? I, I just want to like open up. It was so scary. I remember there was like my first post I did was like a side by side picture and, um, I was, I literally like sat there shaking for like two hours. Like, should I press send? Should I not press it? Am I I going to publish this? (laughs) Oh, and then I press send and it was just flooded. Yeah. Flooded with like beautiful people thanking me. And I don't feel like I deserved that, but it was just so awesome that I could be a light or like a voice for them, you know? And I think too, when you're in public side, not like I'm like famous or anything, but when people, you know, when you have a following, I think it's like, Oh, I need to look perfect in this. I need to make sure people see me as this. I need to edit this. It's just superficial. It's not real. Mm -hmm. And you can't keep up with that. You'll never be happy. And so I just wanted to like open up more and more and more. And it made me happier just because I was like being real with myself. And I was like, you really messed up today or like you really sucked this week. But it's okay because, you know, you can be better next week. So it just kind of changed my life. And 
you know, I still have my ups and downs. I still have my insecurities, but I feel better being more open about it and not trying to hide them by like this facade of like, oh, I'm perfect. I have no flaws. Authenticity. Again, it's like it's been my theme of the day. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, when you're on a show with like freaking perfect women, <laughs> you guys are all so beautiful. It's I, I mean, but some of these girls, you just wake up and I'm like, does she look like that with no makeup on? <laughs> what? So, yeah, it, I think it. Yeah, it was it was a definite journey for me, but I'm so grateful for it, and I'm so grateful for the outreach that I've um, received of just people opening up to me, and it's been awesome. I I hope to continue that and just kind of be somebody that people can reach out to or look up to in a sense. Um, and yeah. I think as women, I think we're harder on ourselves. I, I don't feel like you I know hear- what's even worse is yes. we're harder on other women. Ugh. We're really rude to each other, and it's. It's very bad. What what is that one quote? It's like powerful women empower women or some, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's true. I think if we were just like, you look fantastic today. You know what? Or like what you said, I really appreciated that. I think it would be so helpful for women instead of trying to just like one up each other. Yep. So, yeah. And, and it's true. And it's the social media aspect sometimes is, is very frustrating. You and I have both discussed that before. It's, it's a blessing and a curse. It is. It is. And when people <laughs> have a target, they've got a target. Oof, yeah, I know. Um, and you've been on the receiving end of it. When you – how do you – like it's it's one of those things. You look at your notifications and you're like, I can't read any of this. Yeah. I think, I think back in the years um, – I think that's what kind of started my downward spiral. And I hate that other people had that power over me. And I hate that that they did that to me. And so now I laugh at all of them. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they have so much time on their hands. That's so sad. You know, to, like, write a nasty comment about me. Send vitriol your way. Why? Well, I just, like, I, I look at it myself. I'm like, I would never take the time to do that. But you know what? Everyone has their own way of doing things. But, yeah, so now I just... If anything, again, I'm really stubborn and I love like flaming my fire of like, oh, I will prove you wrong. So I read them. I honestly, I don't read them anymore. That's Mm -hmm. like my thing is I just don't read comments. But if I do, I just, you know, I feel bad, honestly, that they don't come up from a place of like love. That's really sad to me. And then I'm just like, all right, well, I'll do better. Yeah. I'll do even better. <laughs> Just watch. Yeah. Basically. Just watch. <laughs> Let's see. Let me grab another uh, fan question. I had so many. I like literally, I opened the floodgates. I, and I know. It makes me so happy. Love Thank you. you guys. Of course. Let's see. Um, I pulled up this one too. All right. This one is from Eva. Okay. Um, what is the one advice you give your niece as she begins her journey into being a dancer on TV? Oof. Oh, this is a good one. Haley. I think just, I think my one thing, I'm so protective of her. It's crazy. I'm like psycho dance aunt. Um, because she is so innocent and she's literally the biggest angel ever. She has the most giving heart. One thing I would say is stay true to yourself. You know, don't let other things or people affect you. I think she's like in such this, uh, she, she's just like gonna go somewhere and I know it and I can see it she has so much talent and so much determination and I see myself in her so much and it freaks me out <laughs> so I just want her to stay true to herself you know and just be really strong in that and she comes from a great family and my oldest sister who's her mom is like 
number one toughest woman in the world. And so she's like, I got this. Yeah, she's on a great path. Yeah. Well, it's great, too, because, I, you know, it's funny. These kids have this great summer camp, but we haven't seen the show. I, I know. Mean, it's, it was pre-taped, so it's going to be really interesting. How, they're going to have a second wave of experiencing was, it. And I was talking to one of the other pros. I'm like, it's going to be so fun because we all get to, like, relive those moments and, like, see it again. And then it, it's fun. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be really interesting. I can't wait for the uh, audience reaction. Yeah, from I think it's gonna viewers be at home and things like that. Have you ever really taken a look? And it's something that really strikes me all the time. Coming from Utah, you have you and Whitney and Lindsay and Brittany Cherry and Brandon, like yeah. and Jensen right now. This is re- Riley Arnold also yeah. is experiencing it. Juniors. Um, how special and unique that experience is. Derek Huff, Julianne Huff. Derek Huff, Julianne. Yeah. That you guys have like all grown up, all known each other, um, all wound up on at least one or two television shows together. I don't even understand it. I don't know how it happened. Um, the only thing I can like think of is that we all really like to dance (laughs) and that I think, you know, we came from a really awesome um, foundation of how we were raised and how we were put through the studio life. I think they really pushed us. And um, I think you can see that now. I think we were really lucky to be cross-trained and everything, and Mm. I think that's been to our advantage. Um, But I honestly, like, I owe it to my teachers. I owe it to my oldest sister, Stacy. She was my teacher my whole life. And I think they just really pushed us. And I think we also, it was like, when we were growing up, it's like when Dancing with the Stars was really big. And so you think you can dance was starting to become really big. And I think that was just a goal. It was a great goal to set and kind of work to. Um, but it is pretty psychotic that we're all here. And you, both of your sisters auditioned for So You Think. Is yeah. that correct? Both of them auditioned and both of them were number 11 of 10 to make it into the top 20. <sighs> Or the top 10 girls, sorry. That's so, really amazing. Getting all the way to Grand yeah. Mile and then being like, I'm in that 11 I owe a lot to my sisters. So they're like, they're the best. I can't even. When you were auditioning, were they like, this is what you need to do? Were they giving you advice or were they just kind of like letting you go off and do your own thing? Mm. You know, they both helped me um, prepare for it, but they didn't have like any sort of advice that was like, this is what will get you onto the show. They were honestly just like, do what we've taught you be the dancer that you've like trained your whole life yeah, to be you know how to you do know. this so they helped me like right before that i had um just won the dance award senior uh winner title female um and they had both like trained me for that and really gotten me ready for that and so i think that just kind of helped the transition of going into the show so can we look back at one of my favorite dances that sure. before we wrap up with Mark, uh, Cannon Mark oh, did yes. this. And, you know, it's kind of interesting, too, because he's another one. Contestant on the show comes and he's killing a choreographer. Right he just put this out on uh, Twitter because it was the fifth anniversary. Oh, my gosh. Five years. Are you kidding? I know. And this I really do think this will always be your defining dance on the series. Yeah. And that was the night I got eliminated. But I was like, I'm a leave my mark <laughs> you left your mark though with mark <laughs> you left your mark with mark did you in working with him because he knew the the contestant experience was he nervous as a choreographer or no. was he like he was solid i don't know if you know for anyone that has met mark he is the calmest most sweetest person in the world um he made me feel so confident going into this not like making me cocky but he was just like you know what you're the only person that could pull this off I'm so grateful I have you let's kill like he was just so encouraging and I think that's why this resulted so good and <laughs> I I think this was like a really defining moment for me in my career too I think um, no one had seen me 
do anything this like out of the box or unexpected. And uh, yeah, I can. I've watched this probably like twenty, oh, thirty you times. Have no idea. <laughs> it has like a lot of views on YouTube, and most of them are mine. I love it. <laughs> uh, not the tongue moment. This is the best. It's so uh, this whole piece. It's just, and it's one of those things when he came back last year and put um, that RuPaul. Oh yes, come mama, mama. Yep. He's just one of those things. I always He's like to just look special. back. Yep. He's a good guy. Really I love incredible Mark. choreographer. Yeah. Um, one thing I always like to ask, um, and you've had a, a, a whole career filled with a lot of highs. Is there one that really stands out to you that you're like, this moment is the sweetest so far in my career? The sweetest. Um, there have been so many just awesome moments. I would say... Uh, the most rewarding for sure was getting Kiki to the finals. <laughs> I think that, that's a good one though. I've never had to work so hard in my life and like throw canes and try to help somebody, yeah. you know, and really mentor them. That was a moment where just, I remember they announced him into the top four, like what happened last night. And I just remember sobbing. I was like, I'm so proud. <laughs> so that was definitely like one of my highs. Um, and I think honestly winning with Adam, that was just such a surreal moment. I just remember watching when I was 12 years old, you know, just dreaming, dreaming. And like the fact that it happened and my parents were there and my siblings were there and my fiance now and my dog were there. Like there's just so many people that were there that will always have that memory with me. That's right. And so that's a very sweet, tender moment for me. I love it. What was the hardest time in your career? Mm-hmm. The hardest time... I think the hardest time was me trying to be somebody I wasn't for so many seasons. And Ooh, yeah. I think that's when I just like fell not in love with dance anymore. Yeah. And it was just the worst because I love it so much, but I think I was just so focused on being something else and I lost my passion and my light and for dance and I think I just like became a worse dancer actually because I wasn't nourishing it and I Ooh. wasn't and it sucked. And I, like, watched those videos back, and I'm like, what was I doing? So I think that was maybe the hardest of, like, having to, like, accept that I was in that place. Mm-hmm. And then, like, making the I'm going to switch and change my life around and, like, figure it out. I've worked too hard to, like, be in this m- rut of, like, I'm woe is me, and I suck at dancing. Yeah, we like, get stuck in that. Like, yeah. We get stuck in, like, a little, like, self-pity. It, it happens. So it's think, human. Yeah, I think that was the hardest time, probably. When you felt like you weren't dancing your best, was anyone telling you, like, mm, you know, this isn't your cleanest, or, like, you've been sharper in the past? No one had to tell me. You know. I felt it. I knew. You know? And it sucks, like, as a as a professional dancer and performer, like, to disrespect your craft like that is so disrespectful. And I'm so ashamed that, like, I even spent more than a second doing that. So, yeah, that would be the hardest. But, again, I think everyone's journey is really important. Yeah. And I I had to go through that. I had to, like, lose my passion for it to then, like, gain it tenfold. It's very common for dancers to lose their passion, too. It's very common. And I think people don't talk about it enough. Yeah, and I'm glad I, I kind of lost it early on um, rather than later. Yep. Because then I was like, whoop, let's, like— Let's start a career. Let's make make something of yourself, you know. Right. Like, let's take this seriously. So I'm super happy I had, like, hit rock bottom of dance. You like, <laughs> let's climb to the top. Here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, do you think about the end of Dancing with the Stars? I always, like, 
because we never know. It keeps on chugging along and chugging yeah. along. But it's been for a lot of you a significant source of income. And are you, are you planning yeah. ahead? Because it's one of those things I always wonder with everyone. Um, it is a scary thought because that is our livelihood, and that is you know how we are known is from Dancing mm-hmm. with the Stars. Take that away, and then what are we? So um, it is scary, and I hope it never ends because. It's such an awesome show and mm-hmm. such such an awesome way of displaying art and dance. And but I think that's why I want to take seriously, you know, um, choreographing. Yeah. So there can be a transition. Also, um, I dream of being in either like Mandy Moore's or Ashley Eden's, the executive of Dancing with the Stars, in uh, their job one day. I really want to be um, once my dance career is over, and I hope it, it lasts for a really long time. Um, my body is sustainable but i would love to be behind the camera um i think they are brilliant at their job i think ashley edens is like a magician with the concepts and with her vision for the show and she gets to be so creative but she understands dance and like respects our art form art form and so whether it be on dancing with the stars or another dance show Mm -hmm. um I hope to like maybe be in one of those positions because I think I don't know. I hope it doesn't end, but you know, it's you never know. You never know. You never know. There's so many dance shows going on right now, so let's hope that there's it just continues I on. I, I'm happy when there's like three dance shows. I running, know, you know, I and, think, and more than that. But, but also, I think we need to keep. So you think you can dance around? I think that one's always like, oh, is there going to be another season? But you know, it it literally changes people's lives for the better. Um, those dancers have such an awesome opportunity. So I hope that one sticks around forever. It's like always. I coming know. home when I'm there. I love it too. I love working behind, you know, just even behind the scenes on press line is really fun. And Rob Wade had really good things to say uh, about it. So, you know, he's in charge as a Fox executive now. And uh, he's, he's great. He's great. And he had great things to say in a recent Emmys article. So I was like, keep it going for 16. That's all. We just, I just keep on hearing yeah. the number tick up 16. Okay. Just then like we'll get, get one more. Just and then one more. It. Yeah. I know. That's what <laughs> And hey, you know, uh, Nigel put it out there. He wants a top 20 back, Rob. So listen to that for sure. Top 20, I think is definitely missed. Yeah, it is missed for sure. Well, I am so glad we had this opportunity together. Same. Thank I you know. so much. This was great. And I just love talking dance because your journey is so interesting it really is well and i think i owe a lot to dance and so that's why i really wanted to make sure that i did this is because i think i owe a lot to my fans and i think i owe a lot to dance and so i really wanted to talk dance so i know it's well appreciated by all of your fans for sure all right if anyone's not following jenna where can they follow you dance 10 jenna on both instagram and twitter long live so you think you can dance season 10 season 10 (laughs) all right you guys thank you so much for joining us today next week we're going to be talking dance films with fiction in his new all styles film i'm super excited about this i gotta watch the film this week and uh, thank you so much for joining us i know we had a full day of dance of course thanks to dance network and popcorn talk we'll see you all next week from producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host's owners, and not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.